0: Welcome to this week's deep dive. This week for our final deep dive of twenty nineteen, it's the last of the decade. We've brought the one, the only, Danny Rosen. Welcome, Danny.
1: Hey Kate. Glad to be here. I got my uh my PK orange glasses on, channeling my
0: He's got a vibe going
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got it all going on. And and then the band together there. That- your wax in case anybody really wants to zoom in
0: (laughs) gotta go for a trim there you know (laughs) for those who are not in the visual medium danny danny's got his orange (laughs) seth godin his party vibe all set to go so celebrating the last of the deep dives for 2019
1: not just 2019 but the decade decade
0: yeah. i know <laughs> it sounds more dramatic when you say it that way rather than like we've just been going for like a year and a half but the exciting part for you danny is because you are you are the chef that always raises your hand you were our first of 2019, you were in the middle of 2019, and now you're ending it. It feels like we've got our tradition of, we've got just enough Danny throughout the year to keep us going. Yeah, I,
1: my wife and business partner call that Danny fatigue, but um, <laughs> I'll go with what you said. It is volunteerism and it is giving back, so I, I, it makes me feel good.
0: It is, we love having you on, so it's never an obligation nor too much fatigue for us. Enough, see, I enough. don't have to see you every day, so it works out for me.
1: And, well, we can change that. Um, I hear you're, I hear you're good at this video thing. We just have this on all the time.
0: (laughs) We could, we could have it like a, like a updated walkie talkie situation.
1: We could do that. Or we could just jump into this deep dive and actually do what people would like to hear, (laughs) which is not enjoy a name chatter. Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, Okay, so we'll make that a goal because this week on Promo Chat, we made our topic goals. We've reached the end of the year. How do you acknowledge what you've achieved and how do you set your progress for next year? And so our question was, we asked, think back to this time last year. It's hard. We know what sorts of goals did you set for the year of our promo 19 or 2019? Did you achieve them? And you were amazing in that you went, the brand field staff gave us their wish list and we completed all but two of the wishes, proud of our team. And then we got this amazing screenshot on your account just of everything that you put on there. And it's a breakdown from productivity to personnel, to wellness, safety, to education you kind of covered it all and and so i kind of have a question for you when i know we all usually set our own individual goals and our own like you know we put some numbers in there we put like big picture things so when you're going through with the company like how do you how did you set it up like what process did you go through to come up with these goals
1: yeah well i think it all kind of comes down to a strategic planning session and so all this stuff sort of is part of that process so it just filters up to the strategic plan um, and so at the end of each year, we have this uh, strategic planning trip we take to a very small town. Uh, it's called Emporia, Virginia. Uh, population, I looked it up, 5,927. Uh, they're, they're the home of the great peanut ride. And uh, and I, if I were listening to this, I'd say, you know, why, why this tiny no-name town? And I think the idea here is that we bypass the, the glitz and the glamour of like the, I don't know, the Caribbean golf course offsite. And we just go to this simple inexpensive place, which happens to be um, between our two main offices in Virginia and North Carolina. And we do this to send a clear message to our staff that we're not you know, pampering ourselves with massages and uh, fruity, expensive wines. But You um, might
0: want that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but this is a good way to get your goals achieved. Exactly. And, and, um, and, and we definitely want to have massages and fruity wines. But um, I think the idea here is, can we focus on the work at hand you know can we do it in a simple way and just just get it done and not you know spend a ton of the company's money going somewhere else we even eat at the shoney's buffet next door that they have um this amazing boiled hamburgers just delicious um but the idea boiled Eddie, yeah
0: it's
1: a long story um
0: americans
1: <laughs> come on down kate um i'm gonna come visit
0: you and i want you to like take we're going
1: we're going to the big hamburger. boy yep. <laughs> Uh, but the critical planning—it just can't be done without input from customers, um, from vendors, and of course our staff. And I think that's sort of where all this comes in uh, to play. So we have two exercises for the fuelians—that's what we call our staff—and um, we have them compete, uh, sorry, complete the um, these things until we dive into our our goal setting and the strategic planning day and all that information helps us map out the next year with this sort of bottom up direction versus the top down that we talked about. Um, The first thing we do is uh, an anonymous review of managers and so we have this series of um, intimate questions uh, that I'm happy to share with anyone who wants to. so get in touch with me. But things that you know um, are uncomfortable, I think, for managers to hear the answers to from time to time, also really good to hear as well. And we update them every year. Um, the second and probably more important thing in, in, this, in relation to this is more of an open wish list exercise. Um, and that helps us find out what each employee and his or her department needs going into the next year. And these are things that they're talking about. You know, what's going to help me be more successful, uh, more productive, more engaged? What's happy? What's going to make me happier, etc. So that's the idea, and all these things sort of funnel into the goals that you mentioned, of course.
0: Yeah, interesting. So, so you're being, you get this wish list, and you get these, this feedback from your staff. So, how do you then lay it all out, and then go about achieving it? Like, how how do you set your like? basically goal achievement, like, how do you sort of say like, okay, this is when we're, how do you put it into a SMART goal? So this is how we're going to do it. This is when we're going to do it. This is how we're going to measure its success. Like how do you break that down for each project?
1: Sure. Well, I think the key here is that um, we beg and plead and tell them just to be really honest um, and really candid, also realistic. um, You know, asking them to be strategic as well as tactical and whatever they're willing to share. Um, this idea about realistic is important. I know the first year that we did this, we would get like this, it you know, would ask for six months off of paid leave. And it was like, yeah, well, we we can't do that. But, yeah. but maybe, well, maybe we can get you headsets or more ESP or SAGE licenses. <laughs> um, so we give them a week or so to complete the work. Uh, we remind them also, we begin to remind them of the uh, things that we've done in the past and prior years. So we share the prior year list with them. And then all the sort of the check marks after every single one so that they know that the exercise is is something that we take very seriously and that we really try to complete all the things that they ask for, they're realistic and gonna help them throughout the year. So, um, you know, I think that's sort of what we ask from the employee side. Are you also asking like how do we get them done from the management side?
0: Yeah, like so have you set up with your team like we're gonna check in every week, every month, or do you kind of trust your fuelies and say the agency is on you? If you get it done, here it is. If you don't, here that like here's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Like, um,
1: what
0: oversight do you kind of provide on achieving each goal?
1: So um, what's interesting about this is that in our strategic planning meeting, uh, there are four of us in the meeting today, and it, it will grow as I think we have more needs in the business now as we've grown. Uh, but those four people are assigned to certain tasks to take care of them, and they each get a budget and a timeline, and they're all smart goals and related to that. And so each owner has this thing and then we try and hold each other accountable. Uh, so we go through this on a monthly basis uh, in a monthly meeting just to see where we're at in the process. We communicate that to our staff. Um, you know sometimes we use these high test um, shock collars to make sure we get them done. <laughs> brand them with the brand. Oh, we don't
0: one. tell the government uh, about that one. <laughs>
1: Um, it's a new product you guys should bring to market. Get them branded, right? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I know great. so many employers who are gonna love yeah. that. Oh my God, <laughs>
1: HR—they—they they just completely give them out. Um,
0: yeah, they love it. No, no <laughs> complaints whatsoever when you got the the remote control.
1: <laughs> right, um, and you know, you never know. It might actually work. But um, of course, all joking aside, I think this idea is like creating a mindset around this um this process because if employees are asking for all these things and employers aren't really listening or executing then it's a complete liability and a fail i mean that is just not going to work so the idea is to build a culture around this process that um really says in the end we're all going to win if the team is happier healthier more productive and that they know that we care and that we're listening to them and i think that you know, you can't put a monetary value on that really. And, you know, we've maybe spent money in areas, you know, that we shouldn't have. And and sometimes we haven't done some things that I wish we had done. Um, but as we've um, trained our teams to, and our staff to really understand the importance of this and how much their thoughts really matter, they're seeing things that we're not seeing from a manage management yeah. level. And um, that's really helping us be better managers.
0: Yeah. It, I think a lot of people like you, someone, me recently it was like man you got to manage up like you have to like sort of always be hearing feedback passing it upwards and and it doesn't really count if you are like if you're not listening and you're not accepting the feedback i mean something i mean i've gotten some feedback where it's just gone like no like the six months, like, no, that's not, yeah. that's not realistic. That's not going to happen. But then there's other ones. And I was thinking, I always have to think like, why are they telling it to me? It might seem really small to you, but it's a really big game changing factor for someone else. And mm-hmm. and if you're not open to feedback, because that's the biggest problem when someone gets really big or too comfortable, that feedback just doesn't have an impact on you anymore. And that's when you stop taking risks. That's when you stop making changes and, you know, and then that's when people stop caring because they see a lack of care from the top mm-hmm. As well
1: yeah and then people leave they quit yeah. and that's expensive
0: it's incredible it's like I love this fact for just selling awards is that every employee it requires a third of their salary to replace them
1: yeah I've heard that yeah um, yeah I've heard that and and I think also that and maybe included in that figures like the time it takes to get from you know the person who leaves or you fire them or whatever to, to get the new person up and trained there's a gap and there's an expensive gap there yeah. So, great point. Yeah.
0: There's a huge, cause there's, even if you look at it, the money it takes to recruit, the money it takes to train, the money in lost revenue from like where they were at to where they could be. And, and then your time on training as well. Like it's so expensive. Yeah. So if you're not taking care of your employees and recognizing and incorporating what they're doing, because then you've built a community of feedback and engagement, which is so crucial to, I mean, if you look at companies out there, the ones that are successful are the ones that they feel invested in and part of. Mm-hmm. So in terms of your wish list and the goals that your team came up with, like, was there one there that really surprised you, which were you're just kind of like, actually, yeah. Or was it just kind of like, really?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I, you know, I think again, the goals are better than the uh, than the wish list uh, for us. Um, I, I mean, sorry, not better than, it's just a little bit different than, than the wish list. The, the wish list helps with their goals. But um, I, I was thinking of one that we um, had this year, uh, our online services team, they ask for hobo gloves. I'd never heard of what those are. they <laughs> like gloves ridiculous. with their fingers cut out. Yeah. And it turns out that their side of the office gets really cold and they just want to be able to type and work. And it's like, these are, you know, our general manager, Allison, she just went and bought them, you know, five, $10 a pair and just made their day. Yeah. Uh, like, oh my God, our wish came true. So yeah, that was sort of, uh, that was surprising. I, I don't know, it was sort of weird and surprising, but inexpensive little win.
0: Yeah. And it's a perk and, okay. and you know, now their hands yeah. are cold. So they're typing exactly. faster.
1: <laughs> we care. We care about your fingers. Exactly.
0: So there's the greatness of the choosing your goals and then the, like the rough hit when you don't achieve them. So was there something that you didn't achieve that looking back, like you would kind of pivot and redo your approach to like, was there something that you're just like, not this year, we can't do it, but this is how we're going to get it next year.
1: Yeah, it's funny. It's the holidays. So um, this really comes to mind. This hits home in, in a like a really personal way because I was in charge of managing it this year. Um, I helped manage the marketing for the company, which includes our holiday gifting plan. And last year um, you know, we, we had made some promises to the company around our holiday gifting plan. And so, you know, each year, if, if you do holiday gifting, you're feeling your customers, you know, pain and rubber meets the road fashion and it's just, it's very hard, I think for us, and we think about it for like our customers, um, you know, it's very hard to match the right gift with the right customer, you know, to be on budget and on time, which is always the challenge. We could start in freaking July and still come down to the wire. There's just so many moving parts. It, it, it's literally a logistical cluster fork. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, but I, I think, you know, what we promised that we'd have a better assembly line and. And work with our fulfillment center to, to put things in place this year and we thought it was um, we, we realized oh it's not so hard we'll just pull it in house and do it here uh, in our in our regular offices and the project was just too complex and it delayed everything it was super consuming um, today is the 20th uh, the last of the gifts are going out uh, so it's two weeks behind Um, The the good um, news is that it's amazing what we're doing, but I I had at least two people give me the stink eye in in the office and (laughs) someone apologized today for that. Um, And uh, I think someone put Visine in my drinking water because I had to go (laughs) home early one day. Uh, But, you know, the outcome of this thing is something I think we're all proud of and we might even apply for a a pyramid award. But um, so there's that, but I think what we've learned is, is that nothing great is, is, Ever easy, uh, and so um, fail on timing. Uh, we were over budget, and we had a lot of frustration, and uh, we did not live up to the the wish list that our employees had about outsourcing a lot of this and doing it earlier. And yeah. sorry, Brand Fuel people, I love you still. Hopefully, you <laughs> don't hate me.
0: So what you've learned is, an expo, you better start getting that gift down, and it's yes. got to be a one color imprint on yes. one item. <laughs>
1: Simpl- well, and we can't just do that. We're like the, when you see the project, I'll have to share it with you. It's called uh, "Let's Get Fidgetal," and it's a combination of a physical and also a digital reward. And and there's there's an art community aspect to it, and it's just really cool. But it's not a one color kind of slap a logo on a on a beautiful mug, for example.
0: Yeah, they were cursing your creativity this year, essentially.
1: Yeah, but then I'm getting it. I'm getting the testimonials are coming through every communication process possible to them and also to me directly saying this is the best gift you guys ever done so creative so thoughtful there's a giving back component so you know i think it's getting balanced out man it's a season where's the love guys
0: (laughs) it's gone we all like are gone here
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think all of us are ready
0: out. to say goodbye yeah. the decade and yeah. move on to the next one. Yes,
1: right, and come to the Promo Kitchen, you know, expo party, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. For whoever is listening to this and hasn't signed up yet, make sure to go to promokitchen.org and sign up for the mixer, and then you can go and share your great ideas for the holiday gifts for Danny to start shopping for in January.
1: Right. And have, have a culture of curiosity or whatever the the theme is this Stay year. Stay curious. I will see you see you at the House of Blues. The you t- uh, t- to the new decade
0: yeah it's monday on the 13th at yeah. six o'clock at the 5 30. Yep. Uh, so, so many dates going on yes. so yeah so everyone so remember parties and here's the insider tip for people to listen to deep dive line up early because that place gets packed super quick and you don't want to miss out on all the fun there
1: yep <laughs> the, the, fun bag, of the waiting Ugh.
0: open bar all the goodness
1: all the cool all the cool smart loving giving people.
0: Yeah. The cool kids are there. Yep. <laughs> well, awesome. Danny, thank you for being our goal. We got the the hat trick of you three times <laughs> here and i uh, not even sure if that's the right hockey techno- term there, but I'm going to pull a Canadian and put it in.
1: Well done. Kate for the win.
0: Yay. Tiny little bit of Canadian showed through. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you for being part of Deep Dive. Thank you for being the supportive promo chat. And everyone, remember, you can come and learn about Danny's amazing goals and Bradfield's accomplishments every Wednesday, except not until the new year, because uh, we're done now. Uh, and so, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. And, Danny, where can we find you on the internet?
1: Oh, just go to brandfield.com. You'll see a couple of pictures of me, email addresses, phone numbers, Everywhere. Um, but, but go to promokitchen.org. You'll find out about uh, all of the chefs, just amazing people um, putting a lot of thought and energy into, you know, trying to make this industry even better. And, and Kate, congratulations to you for the you have vice chair, vice president. Vice of Promo K- Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you and Johanna and, and your leadership going into the new decade.
0: Thank you. We're we're so excited. We have so much planned that our our we have big goals. It's gonna be a good year. So
1: I'll make sure to wear my glasses, my arms. Wear those.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you again, Danny. Thank you everyone for being part of PromoChat and our deep dive community. And uh, remember and thank you for Maple Ridge Farms for being such a great supporter of us. And have a very happy holiday break, guys.